So quick rundown. Um, where you know the, the way these meetings are going to run is we're going to go through each section of uh, of kind of our responsibilities and things that we're working on, and we're going to kind of provide updates about every single category. So the four things that we're kind of you know been tasked to do from the DAO is um, or from BF is to do long form content, social, uh, PR, and BD. Uh, so we're going to run through each of those and we're just going to like every week, we're just going to give you updates on each of these kind of categories that we're working on. Uh, so uh, as far as content, uh, let me pull up another. So uh, again, this is the main notion where you're going to, where all the money happens. Uh, and uh, so what you're going to see is uh, the main thing I want to go through today is the talking calendar. Yeah, this is what, um, you know, anybody that wants to know kind of what the scribe guys are where you can always come to this content calendar and see what is on the agenda. Okay. So uh, today what we're going to see is on Beanbull, uh, we're going to put together a, uh, so what we imagine kind of Beanbull to be is like a cross between kind of the uh, bull stuff, like the, you know, Fraxable, USDC bull, whatever, like shit posting, plus like intern account. So it's kind of like a cross between the two is where we kind of see it. So first thing we're going to hit is we're going to recap the conversation between Poobs and Chris Black, uh, just to kind of, you know, show people, I think there's a lot of great insight there. I think there's a lot of great analogies and, and he pushed back in a lot of great ways. So first thing you're going to see is you're going to see today, we're going to put out a, a kind of an intern note style. It's going to be like screenshot, you know, two to three pictures, just kind of, uh, giving a recap of the conversation with, with Chris Black, right? Same thing you're going to see on Friday. We're going to recap the conversation that's going to happen tomorrow with Tenderman Tim. So that's like a, like one form of content you're going to see um, on the Beanbull account. So tomorrow we're going to put up a Twitter thread kind of explaining and introducing bean farmers. So we're going to look for some community support on that, um, wrapping that thread up. But uh, essentially what it's going to be, it's going to be like, what is bean farmers? Like why is, what is this new Twitter account? And like why we're doing this? So it's going to hit a lot of things about like big picture mission. We're going to hit a lot of the USDC stuff. We're going to hit a lot of the biology hyper Bitcoinization stuff. So I think it's going to be really topical, and I think that's going to be like a good kind of banger to come out uh, to kind of launch the Bean Farmers account. Okay, so next week, um, you know, as far as regular content, you're going to see like you know we definitely want to be kind of meme shit posting um, on you know on, you know we want to have some fun on the main Bean Farmers account because it's you know community on community driven, and obviously our community is a lot of fun. So we want to make sure we're expressing that everybody. That's Bean Bull. That account. Yeah, sorry. That post. yeah, so sorry. Bean bull. Yeah, we're gonna have the meme going, and then uh, on the bean farmers account, we're gonna start this uh, run of educational content, right? So the first one that we're gonna hit is like why bean, right? Um, and so you know, if you guys want to check out, there's a type fully link right here. Um, if you guys want, I can kind of pull it up and show you guys what it looks like. Um, yes, it loads up, but essentially, it's gonna have a. Um, you know, it's going to be a typefully link where anybody that wants to, and I'll, I'll, we can open this up to the entire community, anybody that wants to come in there, and uh, that is not it. Uh, I think maybe she posted the wrong link. Um, I'll, yeah, okay, I'll, yeah, I think there's the, that login issue that we have with the bean farmers that we need to change the password. But um, essentially, you'll see uh, at, uh, you know, the thread, you know, as long as there's no, uh, you know, objections to it, then it'll just go out and post on Monday. And so that's going to be a thread about like, you know, why Bean, why we think Bean is important, kind of uh, build it kind of more of like the thesis behind it, right? 
And then Tuesday, what you're going to see is you're going to see, you know, a, probably a quote tweet or some kind of reply or, or, or meme from the Beat Farmers account. Wednesday, we're going to see our first long form article that's coming next Wednesday. So uh, we're already working on it. We're going to try to get a draft in by, you know, Monday and then Monday, Tuesday, we can kind of, uh, you know, finish fixing it up, you know, have boobs look at it. Wednesday, we want that to go out. So Wednesday is going to be, so we're going to do like a trilemma analysis, right? Like why Dean is not only, you know, decentralized, but it's also scalable and it's also, uh, you know, has peg stability, right? So like, you know, kind of the solve for the entire stablecoin trilemma. So we're going to put an article out kind of breaking that down. And then we're going to follow that with a, yeah, this would be the, the Twitter thread. So this is going to be the trilemma analysis, right? Here's an outline for it. You know, we're going to define each term, why each of these things are important. We're going to give examples of the popular stable coins, like, you know, give a little bit of analogies as to, you know, where everything else lies on this kind of triangle. Um, you know, the, the decentralization model, the DAO structure, you know, uh, peg mechanisms, like we're going to kind of outline all of that. This is going to turn into a nice long blog post. And then we're going to accompany with a Twitter thread, right? Every blog post, we like to put a Twitter thread with it to make sure that, you know, we're not just putting out these blog posts in a vacuum. Uh, it's like, the, you know, we'll put a Twitter thread and at the bottom, we'll link this blog post. So doubling kind of the view of not only like the Twitter and the blog, but also uh, not only the Twitter, but then also making sure that the blog is getting like uh, bumped. And so, you know, more total impressions for the larger kind of, you know, feed website. Uh, and so that's something that we can pretty easily track through like GA, you know, seeing that are these tweets and the effort we're putting in actually translating to like people being interested in the protocol, visiting the website, unique visitors, things like that. You know, next thing is like, we're going to put some tweets like, uh, you know, plugging the barn down meeting, right? So we're one, you know, we're, we're going to have like one post on the main kind of uh, Beanstalk, the BF account. And then we're also going to have something on the uh, Bean Farmers account, you know, a little bit more, uh, a, a little bit of a lower or easier tone, right? Where BF is going to be very like high level. Uh, this is going to be a little more, you know, chill and relaxed and, you know, talking about why people should join. Uh, and then on Friday, we're going to put out this thread about the field. And so we're basically going to be breaking down the field. And so essentially what you're going to expect and you're going to see is like across all of these defect models, you're going to see two to three long form uh, threads a week on Twitter. You're going to see a long form article. And then that article is also going to be a Twitter thread. So it's going to be, you know, I, I, like, I think one thing that we've learned from our time working with a lot of different projects is that Twitter threads are cheat codes. And especially when we have a community of people kind of behind us and backing it, uh, it's going to be pretty easy to get these things blowing up. And, you know, total number of impressions, top of funnel, we're going to grow that. And then that's where the long form in the threads come in is it's going to help smoothen out, like we talk about that middle of funnel where people are going to have an easier idea, an easier time wrapping their head around exactly what the beanstalk mechanisms are, what exactly it's happening behind the scenes, why this is very different than every other stable coin. Uh, you know, one thing we want to make sure we're hitting is like that this is like a really big experiment and that this experiment is kind of important. And um, so kind of that's like the underlying kind of tone and theme of a lot of the content. So what you're going to see is, and so just like that, we're going to have, you know, the, on a weekly basis, you know, so like on this Wednesday, we'll have all of the regular, uh, tweets planned out for the following week. And then, you know, for long form and threads, we already kind of have it planned out for basically all of April. So some of the long form that we're going to be hitting is like, okay, you know, next week we're going to hit the trilemma. Week after that, we want to do a, a push of, you know, bean economics, peg mechanisms, system incentives are breaking all of that down, how it kind of works. Um, week after that, we want to hit, uh, we want to do kind of like, you know, a, a Q1 metric analysis, right? Like look at, you know, the different seasons, you know, what, what was all the big things that happened? What is the team working on? Just kind of a recap of the quarter. Uh, you know, we also want to do that kind of monthly as well. So I keep everybody involved with what's going on, what everybody's working on, keep everybody on the know. Um, so, you know, and then 
same thing. It's going to be pushed to the Twitter thread. Uh, you know, after that, it's like flavors of stable coins. All right, we definitely want to keep this like fun bean theme. Um, and uh, so flavors of stable coins. Uh, and then, you know, on top of that, we have like completely separate from this long form that like we have other educational Twitter threads that are going to come out every Monday on the Bean Farmers account, right? So we have, uh, uh, you know, why Bean, right? Why is Bean important? Why are we kind of running this experiment? Uh, we have kind of this uh, silo thread uh, about like what's the silo? Why is it important? Uh, we're going to have a thread on like the brief history of Beanstalk. Um, so like this week is, you know, we're going to, you know, start to do some of these recaps for these Twitter spaces on the content side. Uh, you know, we're going to do this introduction kind of finally come out of stealth with the Bean Farmers account. So, you know, we're definitely going to be kind of dropping links in the chat to make sure people are seeing and they kind of understand what's going on. Um, but yeah, that's what kind of content and a little bit of social looks like. So uh, that's, those are our kind of content ideas. Again, more than welcome to like have input from the community about ideas that they have for long form. So if you guys, if whoever has access to kind of the Bean Notion, and if you guys want access to like just our uh thing like we can kind of have an open share link where we can share all that but we have like an ideation section where we're uh, you know thinking about all the different long form ideas that we're working on uh you know we have more content ideas here uh you know different ideas for bean bowl so this is kind of like you know a, a brain dump of everything that we're thinking about we take that brain dump and we structure it into like a week by week plan we take that week by week plan and we put it back into the calendar and then we're executing against the calendar so, boom, Black Recap's going to go out. Boom, Bean Farmer's uh, thread is going to go out. Uh, you know, recap of the Twitter space with Timmy. And then from that next week, it's going to be really easy for us to kind of go out and just execute against all of this and make sure that, you know, every day, basically every account is at least getting a tweet out, multiple threads per week, and that people are saying, oh, shit, like, these guys are building, these guys are doing things, they're going to market, like, you know, they're, they're trying to. Uh, so, I think they're covering most of content plus social. The, the one thing that I'll add here and just kind of um, summarize and, and throw in is like this initial phase of what we're really going to be trying to do with a lot of these threads, um, obviously supplementing with like the Mimi stuff that announced like the other content that we're going to be putting out. But a lot of these threads are going to be like, here's the field. Here's what it is explained in plain English. Here's some screenshots from the platform. So that way anyone that is coming across this on Twitter and they're like, oh, I remember Beanstalk. They see it and they're like, okay, that's what that actually means. They recognize the screenshots from the platform. They'll go to the website and not be like intimidated by all the different terminology and everything. So that's like our big focus. Um, and the things we're hitting is like field barn, silo, market, um, and unripe assets. So like those will be kind of those first five like really needy threads about trying to just get people familiar with the terminology, getting screenshots in there, making it fun and very readable. Yeah. So, so that, that's kind of the big thing that we find is the biggest issue where there's a lot of bounce rate is that people are interested in the concept and they understand like, you know, maybe they understand algo, stable and credit. Once you start to add, you know, silo and sun and seasons and all of these kind of extra terminology, that's where we lose a lot of people. And for something like algo stables, um, there's a lot of kind of added weight to it just because of the past of different protocols. And so we need to kind of reframe that and do as much educational legwork in this first phase of content, uh, which is going to be like education, 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 right? Everything you see here that we're putting out besides like the recaps and stuff. And I think there's a still pretty educational content. Like everything that we're putting out is a very, very educational theme to it. 
And that's exactly essentially what we're going to focus on for, for probably the entire, for a, a lot of the quarter, right? I mean, at a certain point, there's like not too much we can educate on. And then we'll start to like, you know, do other kind of maybe forward looking content about what's on the roadmap, what's coming, but we're going to continue to kind of fold in educational content recaps, you know, re go back, repurpose a lot of that older educational content, because we feel like that's where the gap is in kind of acquiring more community members, users. So one of the big things that we're going to keep a really close eye on as far as metrics of success is like Discord members, because we feel like that is one of our strongest, like bottom of funnel strategies is like getting people into the Discord because we know that, you know, there's a lot of people that like live in this Discord, which is like insane and like probably one of the most, uh, you know, engagement per user that we've ever seen. And so making sure that we're taking advantage of that and knowing that once we get people into this discord, we can convert them into like, you know, being NFT, like, you know, holders and, and PFPs. So, but the problem is, is getting them to the point where they feel comfortable enough in the community to, to join it and not letting them bounce in that middle. So that's what the entire educational push is going to be. This is what content's going to look like on that educational front. So yeah, open any questions, thoughts, like feel free to hop in. If not, I'm just going to keep going through it. Um, so uh, as far you guys, as far as like, so for example, this Twitter spaces this evening is happening. Do you guys view your role as like the end to end? Hey, we're going to announce in discord. It's happening. Hey, here's a reminder tweet from the Beanstalk farms, Twitter account as well. Or is that not something you guys want to be spending time on? If we can get help with some of the Discord stuff, that would help us out a lot. Um, one, Discord's not like really in scope for us. We don't really do too much community stuff because in our, and the reason for that is that in our experience, Discord is, uh, you know, best run by like community members, right? So like, you know, what we've seen is like, you know, some of the most successful communities are, you know, the ones where you see the founders and the team incredibly active. So I'll give you an example. Uh, you know, let's keep it. Let's keep it in the stablecoin realm, right? Frax, for example, right? Frax has been able to build a really strong community with almost like not a lot of marketing. Why? Because you see Sam K in the disc and the Telegram all day answering questions, right? So community is kind of something that we think should come from within. And uh, you know, if we can if we can get things planned out a little more in advance as far as some of these Twitter spaces are about, then we can kind of help out at least. Uh, so. Discord announcements, that's something that we can take on. And well, but I want to make sure that there's like a good handoff there where there's not like, you know, slipping cracks. So maybe give us like, you know, if you could kind of help us out, finish out this week. And then once we start to take over the planning of that, as far as like, and, and that's also what's on the line is like, uh, you know, uh, you know, managing and getting more people for more Twitter spaces. Um, then it'll be easier for us to manage the announcements of that because like, it's a lot easier when we have a lot of time to plan these things out. Um, so at least for like Tenderman, Timmy, and for the rest of this week, if you guys, you know, like guy, if you could help us kind of make sure that we get that main BF account tweet out there. Um, uh, but then from next week, once we have a little bit of time to get things planned out over the next like month, right? So like what we want to do is like, okay, let's finish this and then we'll get on to the next thing. Um, so if you can help us kind of finish out this week on the Beanstalk Farms account. And then, you know, obviously you don't have to worry about bean bulls and you don't have to worry about, uh, you know, Beanstalk Farmers. The only thing that might be a little bit of issue is like some of these maybe DAO announcement, call announcements. So if you guys can help us out with that, then we can handle everything else. Basically. 
totally to me it's not it's not time sensitive at all i mean you guys didn't even get twitter access till yesterday so i'm not worried about you know this week next week just trying to understand philosophically um so yeah that that all sounds great here uh, and, and, and like over time, it's going to help, you know, we're, we're, we're going to get there. It's more about making sure that we have the systems in place to be able to make sure that nothing slips through the cracks because there's nothing worse than like, oh, okay, we had this Dow call and like nobody knew about it, right? Because we didn't tweet about it, right? Uh, so if we just get a little and, support and, there, then we can handle and focus on all the good stuff. 100%. And uh, I'm sure in the future, you guys will be organizing a lot of the spaces and such happening. Uh and such that are happening. So, you know, in this instance, like we set it up, so we have context on, you know, what it is, when it's happening, et cetera. So yeah, not, not worried about, you know, this particular spaces or this week or anything like that. Yeah. So boom, you hit me on my second point, PR. So first thing we're doing is we're already in the process of pitching app boobs for podcasts, a little tough, uh, because of the Anon thing. Uh, so we're working with and talking to a couple different groups that are interested. Uh, we've gotten a little bit of pushback over the Anon thing, um, but I, I think, uh, it, you know, I, I think it's something that I'm not really too worried about. So we're in the process of pitching out for pods, and we're also going to start helping getting more guests for Twitter spaces. So that's another thing that we're working on is, um, you know, what what do you mean by the Anon thing? I don't mean uh, just like the fact that, please do, um, no, no problem, anyone interrupting. Um, I'll, by the Anon thing, I mean like some podcasts that we are in contact with are not too much of a lot a lot of times they're on youtube and a lot of these guys run on youtube and the problem is is that they feel like they don't get as much viewership or as much success from their podcast when it's not you know uh face to face and it's like both people kind of recording on youtube and then they also do the podcast thing right so it's like it's posted on youtube and it's posted on actual like you know apple podcast spotify whatever so them that are a little more youtube centric or have a you know find that they don't have as much success when the other guest doesn't show their face. So it's like one guy showing their face and one not. Well, so, so we're talking. So ben Ben has been on a lot of uh, podcasts with, with his video on. So I don't think that they would object to the, that at all. Not to speak on their behalf, but uh, you know everyone knows their names. They turn their video on for some of the podcasts. I think we just gotta ask them and check. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then, uh, uh, you know, wanted to just wanted to clarify that. Oh no, that that's awesome because I I I didn't know that he had been doing that. Um, so that's awesome context for us. Um, I, I think is you know I'll make sure that I kind of run it by him, or you know we say Definitely. that yeah he's yes. turning on his, uh, but um that that makes it way way easier to start pitching it out. So um, hundred percent. I'll kind of go back to some of those guys and let them know that. Um, so podcasts we're working on. Uh, we're going to start working on lists for Twitter space guests over the next few weeks. Um, so we're going to try to kind of plan out, you know, having, uh, do, do, do you guys think that, you know, and I think this is also conscious of like, you know, poobs and everybody's bandwidth and like how much freedom and free time they have. Um, but is like a, is it like maybe a one kit one time per week cadence a little bit better? Or are you guys, you guys think it's maybe better for two? I mean, obviously more is better, but I think it's like kind of dependent on the, the bandwidth of the guys. Um, so I don't know, guy, if you, if you have any like context or ideas there about like, you know, you think maybe one time is better. Do you think like we can do two times consistently just so I can think about how we can schedule and plan these out? Uh, let's ask. I'm not sure. Yeah. Because like if we can find a set time and we can kind of block up time, we're like, Hey, every week we're going to do, you know, 
uh, bean spaces on like every, you know, whatever, Wednesday at 1 p.m. Central, right? Uh, then, you know, it, it becomes a little bit easier to kind of find people and slot them in. Um, you know, sometimes you do need a little bit of flexibility for some bigger or like, you know, kind of cooler guests. But what the focus is on for the first few weeks is like, we want to get some of these like stablecoin guys on to talk about kind of stable. So like, you know, guys that we're looking at to reach out or like, you know, uh, you know, guys like, uh, you know, so, so as far as podcasts, like we're looking at flywheel pod, we're going to try to get, um, at, you know, proves on, on, on flywheel. Um, you know, where as far as Twitter spaces gets, we're looking at like Amit, um, uh, the, the, the guy who did Rye, uh, you know, obviously the, the goal would be to get Sam K and I think getting on flywheel is going to help us get a little closer to Sam K, uh, because we want to be in these kind of bigger discussions and these more philosophical discussions about stable coins. And we think that obviously guys that have a pretty good presence and a, a, a good brand definitely can't hurt. Um, so that's like kind of the type of guys, uh, you know. I, I think you guys have a pretty good relationship with the um, the Ampleforth guys. So that's another kind of group that we're looking at. I think same thing with the Dyad guys. Like these are the type of guys where you know having a lot of these philosophical discussions about stables is the focus. Um, so looking at get reaching out to more Twitter Spaces guests. If and I'll put this in kind of the meeting notes that we'll gonna run through after. But if you can help uh, get us like a solidified timing, maybe once a week, so it's not. You know, it's something we can do consistently in perpetuity. It's not like oh, two times a week, every single week is a little tough yeah. to do consistently. So if it's just like, hey, one time every single week, this time, this day, we're going to do a Twitter space um, and we're going to invite different people on at those times, you know, different, you know, and then there's also like, you know, different guys that have, you know, like, like do threads on Twitter and talk about this kind of stuff and talk about stables. And, uh, you know, I think like, uh, yeah, there's a lot of different ways that we can kind of go about sectioning it, but we're trying to go in like categories. So like first category, maybe over the next month, or like stablecoin founders, right? So we want to get, you know, Amin. We want to get, you know, Sam K. We want to get the Ample guys. You know, we want to get uh, the Dyad guy, Joey, right? And then like, boom, that's the first month. Then second month, we can talk about more like, you know, uh, like protocol structure and, and, and like, you know, uh, you know like uh, protocol structuring and economics, right? And then we can get other guys that have a, like done a really great job of that. Like maybe, you know, like Sam from Gains and, you know, things like that. We can go on and on talking about like, how do you structure a protocol? And so that's the way that we're kind of thinking of that. Um, so open any suggestions or feedbacks or thoughts or, you know, we're definitely going to come to the community and ask, you know, if there's someone that we're reaching out to and we maybe don't have a super warm connection to, then, uh, you know, we, we definitely want to like have the community. You know, we know a lot of you guys are super resourceful. So we're going to be reaching out to different people and saying like, you know, uh, you know, like, hey, is, is this something or does anyone know this person or anyone can get us an intro to this guy so that we can ask them to come on? Um, so, you know, more, you know, the more help there, the merrier. And then, um, last thing, BD. So this is something that we've been having a little bit of trouble thinking through. And so I want to maybe turn this into an open discussion for everybody is, um, you know, when we think about doing BD and protocols that we think could have a lot of mutually beneficial win-win scenarios. Uh, the problem that we keep running into as we rack our brains for this are uh, to the roadmap for Wells, right? So like a lot of things that we were kind of looking at are maybe DEXs and then now with Wells kind of on the horizon, uh, you know, we don't want to kind of mess with the roadmap at all or cause any issues, not that necessarily it would, uh, but I'd love if anybody had any ideas about um, 
different types of protocols or different maybe categories of protocols that we think could be great for either integrations or partnerships or, you know, so like the easy one would be like DAOs, right? If we can go and do a bunch of BD with DAOs and convince them that ideologically, instead of holding USDC on the balance sheet, you should hold Bean, right? Not that they would allocate like the whole thing, but hey, you know, allocate like 5% of your treasury and put it in the silo for if nothing else than like an ideological, like you believe in algo stables and like, you know, uh, USD is kind of like failing and dying. Like that's an interesting uh, kind of place. I don't think that's necessarily the best place to start and the most value add. So looking for maybe some ideas or thoughts. And I, I, I think, uh, you know, like, like, like guys like Mochi and Silo Chad, like I'd love to hear your guys' thoughts on this about where you think we can have positive sum integrations in a business development kind of sensor category. Are there protocols that come to mind where you're like, oh, it would be cool to see beans in integrated into here? Or, you know, would it be cool to see, uh, you know, beans added to like, you know, LP in this DEX or like, you know, maybe some ways we can do like, you know, some liquidity mining or, um, it's it's very difficult because of the the kind of silo and where like the positive carry comes a lot from the silo so uh, there's always just like base partnerships for the sake of like calling in a partnership and that's a lot of like you know i think we're going to get a lot of that when we do a lot of this like pr outreach for twitter spaces and things like that but yeah go ahead Silo. yeah the first place i would start is uh well there's a lot a lot of places to start but one idea would be something like a tbtc pair uh, in Wells, I think there's a decentralization angle there. Uh, there's a liquidity angle there. Okay. Um, and, and, and you feel that way because it's just a value aligned place where we can get a bean TBTC pair, um, for, you know, just kind of like that. Okay. I, yeah, I, I get where you're coming from. I, I think that's a really good idea. Uh, is that maybe the category that you see a lot of successes, like these very value a lot? Go ahead, guy. I was just going to say, uh, yeah, I mean, from from the perspective of spinning up more wells, feel like the the BD work to be done is primarily finding a like a capital partner on the other side to to see the pool, because anyone can, you know, once we have the wells UI, anyone can push a couple buttons to spin up a bean TBTC pair. But to me, that's the work to be done um and so then how can we incentivize them in order to pull that liquidity in the pool right because it's a lot to ask i, I don't know if, if you guys have any thoughts on numbers for that um like how much liquidity we should be asking for right is it like you know 100k is it 250 is it 500 um i, I would think it's probably something close to like 50 to 100 and that's not a massive ask well, I mean, maybe to zoom out just a little bit, uh, you know, in the current or in Wells V1, the only reason for someone to provide liquidity in a well is if there is some protocol native 
you know, liquidity incentive. In the case of Beanstalk, that stock, you know, some other protocol could have some some incentive to provide liquidity to a particular well. But because of that, I mean, I don't think there's really been any conversations around, or many, many at all, uh, with much depth around like all the potential wells we should spinning be spinning up, how many of those. Sh- you know, which of those we should be whitelisting in the silo and to what extent, you know, stock and seed should be allocated to those, if that's worth doing before the introduction of a more formal gauge system where all of this is more flexible, where the DAO can decide in real time what wells to to provide, you know, incentives to and which which to not provide incentives to. So yeah, I don't know that I have a good answer for you on the on the amounts. Uh, that would be that that would sort of, in my opinion, come from you know how much the DAO is incentivizing a particular pair, which I don't have you know any super helpful answers to at the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's um, so it's I guess like I didn't think. Yeah, just to, and to talk about the Beanstalk stuff specifically, uh, and Puis has talked a little bit about how, I mean, a lot of the utility of Beanstalk comes from the silo yield, and, you know, it's the silo yield that loses Beans fungibility on some level, and so deposits are being tokenized as 1155s uh, in the next couple months, hopefully pods shortly after, and... Until then, it's hard to imagine any meaningful integrations being put in place. I, I remember one particular thing that was being worked on pre-exploit, which was kind of interesting, was the ability to take loans against pods. But again, from a technical perspective, that's probably going to... Well, e- even just from an economics perspective, like that is hard to imagine happening until there's you know significantly m- more liquidity on the pod market so yeah it's tough it's you know it's like a a chicken and egg problem as they say yeah exactly um so not so when you you say you guys are lost it's like well we're lost (laughs) on the you know at least the integrations front in the near in the next like two to three months per se uh agreed there um i i think this is something you know not something we have to like answer and have this awesome answer for right away i think it's something to kind of keep in mind um for all of us and you know like all, all of our heads are better than you know, one of our brains and, and so if you guys come across any protocols that you think are very value aligned mission aligned um that you think are relatively easy to integrate or opportunities where okay you guys already have this basket of stable points like why don't you guys add one more um then i think those are, are great opportunities I think, uh, yeah, I, I think definitely the silo fungibility is going to help a lot there. Um, so uh, I think the, yeah. the lowest hanging fruit is probably with like the very obvious silo pairs. Like, you know, there's a bean LUSD pool pre-exploit that, you know, introduced Beanstalk to some folks in their community. Um, you know, not sure if that's really an integration or a partnership per se because uh, it's all permissionless, but, you know, that, yeah. I mean, like you said, it's just, it's good to just, like, you know, start thinking about this stuff and make sure we're talking about it. As a question, what's an example? Sorry. 
Go ahead. Sorry, I was going to ask, do we have any, does anyone have an example of this kind of integration, but for another stable coin? Um, so I'll give you an example. Um, okay. So let's say, you know, gains network, um, you know, instead of using a, a US, so let's look at a perp exchange, right? Uh, you know, if you look at gains network, they use a die pool in order to back all of their trades, right? So your counterparty in the trades is die. So, you know, if you win your trade, you get die. If you lose your trade, you give die, right? Uh, if you look at a similar, you know, uh, GMX, they use a mix of USDC and Bitcoin and ETH. If you look at Vela Exchange, they use USDC. So, I mean, that's like kind of a, a weirder example and, and maybe with a lack of full peg stability, but, uh, you know, I think uh, there's some cool things and some people that we're talking to that I think that there can be like a, a, a kind of like mini perp market. So that there's this project that's, uh, you know, maybe eight weeks out from mainnet. Um, it's called... Uh, uh, I, the, the main project is called Ola Finance, but um, I, they're, they're launching like this sub-project or second project. Um, so Ola Finance is more of like a lending protocol, but the second project is called Ola. It's, it's under the same kind of big name brand, um, but it's it's kind of like a individual per pools. So if if imagine if you could use your... So that's definitely an integration when they come out that we, that we can definitely get. It's like imagine if you can have a perp platform where you're contributing perpetual futures and... Uh, you know, your you put up your beans, and and we we, we see the the main pool with a bunch of beans. And so, if you win your trade, you take beans out of that pool because you won against like kind of the think of it more like a house almost. Um, that and then if you lose, then you're taking your beans that you're putting up as collateral, and you deposit those into the pool, right? So it's essentially using that at the collateral counterparty for trades. That is a is a pretty good use case that could suck a lot of beans out of circulation. I think, but also the silo uh, would make that a lot more usable. Where it's like, uh, you know, you can deposit beans and silos potentially. So I think that is something that would be interesting. Right, we're thinking about ways to kind of suck up liquidity. So like, you know, putting a bunch of beans into a TBTC pair to suck up a lot of liquidity. Um, you know, uh, you know, I'm, I'm trying to think of of other things. I think like. You know, Frax does a lot of different partnerships. So I, I think I, you know, we can go back and kind of go through, and I think this is a great idea of like going back and going through every LUSD category, every, um, uh, uh, Frax in every single partnership that all of these guys have done and seeing where we can in integrate, right? Like obviously, uh, you know, a lot of devs are going to be a little bit skittish on, um, the, the lack of dollar parity. I think there's plenty of protocols where it's a little more like, you know, one bean in, one bean out, not thinking about the price of being in USD. That can be good integrations where it's not as necessarily uh, peg specific. Like it's, you know, the dollar amount doesn't matter as much as it's like, hey, you're getting one bean and you're, you know, you're putting in one bean, you're getting one bean back. So things that are more asset based than price denominated. I, I think you bring up a great point, which is that, yeah, we should like look back through all the other big stables, right? Even like Ample, Ampleforth, where that's, you know, Peg is kind of flying all day, every day. I think maybe Spots fix that a little bit, but look at some of the integrations and things that they've done. Um, so, yeah, I definitely want to make sure we write that down and make sure. Uh, yeah, and you bring up a good point, right? Because if we go to these devs and their number one concern is that the Peg is off, that tells us something, right? Uh, because Beanstalk is always the reflect trade, right? Beanstalk makes no guarantees about peg. 
So maybe either we are just completely wrong about how the market will accept stock when we can make promises about the peg, or we just need to educate people that it's okay for the peg to fluctuate a little bit. And in exchange, you get complete decoupling from the outside world, right? Like you get complete decoupling from the risks of real world assets, such as USDC, the banking system, like uh, all that stuff, right? So maybe that's like a trade-off that people would appreciate if they understood. If it, if that's exactly right, it's uh like you know one b doesn't have to equal ninety one cents like one b equals one b, as long as that's what the protocol needs and you know it's like you know obviously smart contracts are closed loop right so it doesn't really matter what the outside price is I think it adds another level of security in that you don't need like a an entire oracle system because it's just like you know one bean and you know how many beans are in there so you don't need an oracle to pull price, um so things like perps where you don't have to get the price of bean but it's just like you know you either win you know if you win 10 percent on a trade you get 10 percent more beans than you collateralized for the trade i think those are good things and we're yeah so like anything that we think can suck up liquidity uh to take beans off of the open market or maybe take some beans out of something like three curve so we can get a better uh like a more balanced three curve and get back to like 50 percent or even lower than 50 percent um, is things that we're thinking about. So, um, at the end of the day, if anyone has any ideas for that, like all ears, happy to like, you know, and, and if anyone is open to kind of shooting the shit and, and maybe at a different time and kind of going back and forth on this, or, you know, we can continue doing this year, like more than happy to like, uh, love having this conversation. Um, cause I do think it's important. So, uh, so that's, um, most of our agenda for this week. Um, but yeah, happy to like kind of, you know, stay back. And I, I know we talked about keeping like last like 10, 15 minutes for like questions, thoughts, you know, more of these type of discussions. Like, let's do it. Like open floor, open mic. I'll just throw this in on the, you know, related to the quote unquote BD front. Um, and it's, it's, it's less clear how this is directly beneficial to Beanstalk, but Red Beans and I were talking about how you know, one of the main value adds of the current implementation of Wells is the Oracle framework. And, you know, on some level, you know, uh, it would be great to like, you know, tell people about that, like new protocol devs, things like that. Red Beans, did you want to share briefly what you were thinking on that front? Or or maybe, yeah. you know, you, you may not have the, the BD plan per se, but like what it is that we should be trying to share, at least in theory. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and I think we're sort of starting to, you know, this is still a in progress, but I guess my thoughts here are like uh, the sorts of protocols that we should be sharing sort of the DEX updates or the Wells architecture with are, are those who are planning to like launch a token and launch a token into a decentralized exchange and need to, you know, have some liquidity pool or some liquidity against their token. Uh, and then also need to like read the price of those tokens from the pool using an Oracle. So, uh, how to find those specific people is, you know, still sort of unsure and, and, and hopefully it's something we can sort of come together and come up with a strategy with. But I think, uh, those are sort of the sorts of protocols that we should be trying to, to share the information with, uh, with regards to the new DEX architecture. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's, that's a really. 
They want to go each other in my guns. Okay. Uh, uh, I was just going to add, like, in terms of what you touched on with the Oracle thing there, uh, I think that as we discussed at our last meeting earlier this week, uh, the more technical fault, we were wanting to maybe go over that stuff um, in a little bit more detail and kind of understand uh, at a deeper level the deck wealth integration and then specifically like that Oracle that you just mentioned. Um, to the, those details will be really helpful for us in terms of thinking about exactly what you just mentioned and finding the people to talk to it. And totally. Like and stuff, that will come after the I think, you know, we, we can totally dig into the details, but just to give you, you know, sort of a high level overview, like one of the value adds of the DEX architecture initially is that any protocol can basically launch, you know, their liquidity pool or liquidity well, and they can use an Oracle framework or Oracle implementation that Beanstalk Farms has developed pretty much out of the box, uh, which should save them a lot of time if they're, if they're planning to, you know, build their own, build and design and gas optimize and audit and deploy their own Oracle. Uh, so yeah, definitely we can, we can get into the details of that, but, um, at a high level overview, that's sort of the the sticking point for Wells V1. Yeah, that's super helpful. Um, yeah, I think um, yeah, starting to think about integrations and things for the oracles and wells are, are, are going to be really key. Uh, you know, I think the horrible specifically is something very different than other architectures, like a chain link or a band. Um, so it's something like one, I mean, yeah, we, you know, we, you know, I know we talked about doing another deep dive and I think what we decided on is maybe a, another deep dive closer to Wells launch so that we could have it a little more Wells focused. Um, but yeah, these are all definitely great things to keep in mind. Totally. Don't want to derail the conversation on, you know, the sort of protocols that Beanstalk itself should be integrating with, but um, I think there is a pretty specific value add to some protocols who are hoping to launch a token and need to manage their liquidity somewhere. So uh, yeah, we'll definitely continue to have this conversation in the future, but I think it's something we should be sort of shouting from the rooftops, I think. So I have another philosophical question about how, what the best way to, you know, work with you guys is. So I'll give a, give a specific example. Um, so let me drop a couple links in the, in the voice chat. So the TLDR of, of this particular project was that, uh, Yearn launched this little tool, uh, to ask a bunch of questions to uh, an open AI model to that gives you back answers from from the docs and things like that, and someone expressed interest in getting paid a grant to work on it. So it's effectively in a in a state where we could share it. And so, what's like the right way to surface this kind of thing with with you guys and figure out like? You know, what does it mean to to launch this thing? Like, should we just write a little brief Twitter thread from the Beanstalk Farms account with a link? Uh, 
I mean, that was what I would do in a vacuum without you guys. But curious if you have any input there. I just dropped a couple of relevant links in the in the voice chat. This is awesome. Um, I'm definitely going to spend like the next like three hours playing with this. Um, no, this is this is awesome. This is going to help us out so much. Uh, I think who, who put this together? I mean, this is like this is super cool. Uh, the name's Crypto Wizard. I think at the moment it's it's it seems pretty pretty good as far as answers go, but it is it is only on top of the the farmer's almanac at the moment, uh, so it's limited to what's in there. But uh, yeah, I think it's pretty cool. The uh, paper and stuff. Uh, it's, I think there were some limitations with like, it would slow it down a lot to add things like the white paper. So, uh, I believe it's currently just the get book as far as answers it has. I think well, you have for, I sort of, I sort of view this, I sort of view this as a more of a fun thing than, uh, <laughs> than, uh, you know, this is how everyone will learn about Beanstalk, but maybe when we get to GPT-5, you know. Uh, I, think but I guess uh, yeah yeah I guess the prevailing question is like I could you, know, you guys are the, the marketing aficionados we could have what, to do like a FAQ like we could just enter a bunch of common questions and have it like spit out the answers and you know maybe put those on the, the blog or something and then write a thread to show it off a little bit and link to that yeah, and I think one thing that just comes to my mind is like a lot of um, pointing this at like within threads or whatnot, um, just keeps meaning to mention this. And like announcement thing, we can talk a little bit more in terms of shoot on some ideas, but like um, just kind of steadily pushing us as a future one can be means that people can go to, to learn a little bit more if they have like very targeted questions that they need answered. Could solicit questions too through like the um, bean underscore farmers Twitter and be like, all right, we're gonna take your questions. We'll run them through this and post the answers, something like that. Would be a good engagement cool. type of thing. I love that. So I guess as a matter of process, like maybe I'll just you know drop this kind of stuff in our in our Discord channel with a little explanation of like, hey, the thing is like about ready to go. What do you guys think as far as or just like put it on your radar sooner rather than later, is what I'll what I'll try to do. Absolutely, yeah. No, we'll schedule we'll schedule some stuff in the uh, It's super cool. I don't know if there might be like a load capacity that it's at right now because it's it's not spitting out. Any, I'm just getting a perpetual loading thing, but it could be my my side. Um, we need to sit with the people on this call. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Darn. All right, well, I'll let them know that. That's good. Good data. Yeah, stuff like this is awesome. It just kind of, it's a chance to show off, like, how cool and engaged the community is. And, like, that's going to uh, bring people in just as much as the educational stuff. Great. Great idea here. Be based. Also, just want to flag you guys that as you, you know, encounter people on, on Twitter or in the community or whatever, like would love to encourage more of this type of behavior where people are like building their own sort of 
hack projects in and around Beanstalk, whether that's something like this, which, you know, just breaks down the docs, or maybe it's some sort of, uh, you know, UI to view Beanstalk's data in a different way, or maybe it's like a whole, you know, a protocol that interacts with Beanstalk. But all of that stuff is something that from the Beanstalk Farms perspective, we're interested in supporting. And, you know, I'm kind of around Discord all the time to talk about those things. So if you see stuff like that, definitely like direct it our way and encourage it. And I think we can all kind of, uh, you know, put some effort into getting more of this type of thing uh, built, just like, uh, you know, by community members. Because I totally agree, like, uh, it's really powerful. Yeah, I agree. I think there's definitely a lot of ways we could push the uh, like community grants program uh, in our marketing. Uh, one one quick other thing. Did you guys want to try to set up another Q&A session? What was the verdict there? Yeah, no, I think we decided. Wait, yes, he found I thought we decided for now that we were fine. Uh, yes, I agree with you. And that we're um, yeah, yeah. Well, what we decided is that maybe we'll we'll wait. I think we feel in a pretty good spot now, and we'll do another one when we get a little closer to Wells launch, um, and a little more focused on Wells. I think uh, as far as like regular beat stuff, I think we're pretty good. Sweet. Well, I just up anytime. I might want to come to you guys before the first blog post that I do, uh, just to get a few questions answered and get, you know, some insider perspective on how, uh, you know, being as unique in the stablecoin trilemma. I already had some questions that I was thinking of just doing the outline. So I'll reach out about that soon. Cool. And I also remember you guys had on that calendar, a couple of tweet threads this week. Uh, do you want review on those? What do you guys think? So yeah, I think we added. Go ahead, each. So I I think for some of these more like you know uh, simple, uh, you know like more recap type things like bean bowl and stuff like that. I like uh, you know some of these intern note type stuff. I think we're okay. I think uh, we'll update all the links in in the uh, type fully uh, because some of those may be more educational ones. I think at least for the first couple, where we're definitely gonna want to get some eyes on them. So. I think maybe we'll refer back to you guys with like a list of things to look over um, as we kind of get like the, the good long form stuff going. Sounds great. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, so we, you know, the, the, the machine is flipping on, things are moving and grooving. I think you guys are going to get pretty excited about the stuff you're going to see. I think we're going to see a lot of like really great engagement. We're going to definitely rely on you guys to help supplement a lot of that early engagement to get things like the bean farmers account off the ground. So like, you're going to see some things like us, you know, posting, you know, uh, some of the links to tweets in the scribe channel, and we'll be kind of throwing a bunch of at here's and stuff like that. So, uh, you know, definitely we'll look to the community for support, but, uh, you know, uh, there's a lot of opportunity to grow. So we're pretty pumped. What are you guys are going to see? And uh, again, as always, like always open to feedback, thoughts, um, ideas, takes, you know, what, you know, uh, you know kind of, uh, 
is about what we're done. Um, yeah, you guys can can always hit me in DMs. Uh, you know, trying to be a little better about being uh, a, a little more responsive on on Discord, um, but yeah, like kind of cleaning everything up and getting out of the cesspool that it used to be. So you can always hit me in the DMs. Get any questions, thoughts, comments, concerns, anything like that. Alrighty, thanks everyone. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys. It's good old.